What is up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast, the JC Honeyman Podcast, episode six. I got my good friend Carl here from the Strangers Band, right? Yeah, that's right. Awesome, awesome. So, dude, I can never, I can never remember where we first met. We met at the South Park Abbey, like that's. I was like, like 2013, 2014. Yeah, I couldn't quite remember. I was thinking about it today. I was like, I thought it was the Heart Lounge because we. Didn't you, and we had met up there one time, remember that? Maybe it wasn't that place. I don't think so, no. Anyway, so it was yeah. pa- South Park Abbey. Yeah. Is that place still there? I don't know. I don't know if they're still, I remember like they stopped the open mic a while ago, uh-huh. but they've been, it's been like, has got a, like a pretty good crowd going on and everything. But yeah, I remember you, like mm-hmm. your songs that you played, like you played a, uh, it's that one sublime song and then you played Time to Waste. Time to Waste. That, yeah. That played a sublime song? I don't even remember that. Yeah. That was so long ago. Oh, oh, it's probably what I got, maybe. It was the one that goes like, if you only knew all oh, the love yeah. that I found. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Garden Grove, I think, is the one. I yeah. That's what it's called. That's cool, man. Yeah. That was, those, were, those were the open mic times, man. Mm-hmm. Back when I wasn't getting any gigs and it was hard and, you know, you got to start somewhere, though. So, you live in Menifee now? Yeah. So, that's an hour from here or an hour and a half? It's roughly. pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming down. Yeah, yeah no it. problem. I know it's a long drive, but you can kick it here as long as, here, as you want here. So yeah, for we're sure. Or having the UFC fights later if you want. Oh, really? Hang out, dude. I'll <laughs> if you want see. to. It's up to you. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you got other stuff going on. But yeah, dude. So you're in a band called The Strangers. Yes. What kind of music is it? So, even though like all of us have like different kinds of like music preferences and mm-hmm. genres that we grew up with, I'd say the stuff that we do is like mostly like acoustic pop. Nice. You say. So like with just a little bit of like a twist there. Mm-hmm. So we play stuff like the Beatles. We play like Beach Boys. So you do covers and originals like yeah. mix up. We have cool. like a mix. Yeah. We have That's a CD awesome, that first came out. Like the first thing was it started out as just like an instrumental band, you know, with like uh-huh. one of our guitars, like doing some crazy solos or some keyboard solos and stuff like that. There's an accordion in there. But then later as we um, kept on going like with our stuff, yeah, we would do more of like harmony stuff. It's like okay. we can all sing, you know, we might as well try to figure out how it's a four piece to make the right? best of it. What's three, that? Three or four piece. It used to be a four piece. Now we added a drummer. Okay. So it's, it's a five piece. It's a five piece. Though. Damn dude. I have to, so you have a show. Let's talk about the next show at Aztec brewery, right? Yes. And that is in Oceanside Vista Vista. So it's just in the east, east part of Oceanside, right? You just yeah. go directly east. So, I will put that in the link too for everybody that's listening. Um, you'll be able to click on it on their Facebook page and the next show they're playing. So that's the Aztec Brewery. I think it was what later, like seven o'clock or something. Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay, yeah. cool. It's just you guys, or we are trying band? to have someone open up for us. Like my friend is like hitting up <sighs> a couple right, of you musicians, asked me. You asked and me. I did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a show that day. Yeah. What, what day was it again? I can't remember. It was February second. Yeah. So that's a Saturday. I got. I got book. I got. I'm playing at over at the. Uh, Park High, Aviara. Okay. So I'm playing there. Otherwise, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Like, I think you'd be a great fit. That's that why would be cool, man. I've never played there. That'd be cool. Dude, their open mics are like totally insane. Like, that, it's very. I heard busy. it was a good spot too. I heard it was like really good sound and the, the acoustics and stuff like that. It's a really good room to play in. So, I have to check it out, man. You guys should definitely like live stream it or something. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you just put up your phone and live stream it, man. It's super easy. Right. You ever do that? I think I did it for um. It was during our show last, no, it was in June of 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. I used my 
iPad or like my um my Fire tablet oh, I basically. Mm-hmm. I like I had to like prop it up on like the <laughs> roof. You over didn't have there. a holder. <laughs> yeah, well, even like because yeah. it has a stand and everything, but it wouldn't. Jimmy rigging it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just scared that like you know it goes like 30 minutes into the show, and then it falls, and then, it falls. And then it's just like complete nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's things are tricky, man. Uh, technology, but yeah, um, those things come in handy. Little phone clips for your your phone. You can clip it on there and. You know, they, they got those other holders for the iPad. But I was looking into those um, iRigs. You can, like, plug directly from your sound, like if you have a mixing board. Yeah. I saw some guy do it. I can't remember exactly how. I have to, like, research it. But basically, you go out into the iRig, and it just converts all the sound into your iPhone or iPad through the lightning cable. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool, like, look into that if you want to do, like, live stuff. Or even this, I think. Eventually, I want to do the podcast, like, with, like, live. I'm trying to figure it out right now. It's so hard. But... Somehow you go out from those, probably just into a, you know, the converter for the iRig, and then it just goes straight into the, the uh, phone. So I'm okay. just trying to figure it all out, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Don't yeah. you use that clip for? I think you clipped it on your guitar one time, right? Uh-huh. And you like you played along with it. Is yeah. it that same clip? Yep, yep, same one. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It just it falls off if you're moving around and stuff. So like it's. It's easier just to clip it and leave it, you know? Okay. So with the guitar, it's kind of hard. It'd be easy with a GoPro if you had, like, a GoPro and you clipped right. it on there somehow. That'd be a lot easier, but, yeah. All kinds of things, man. There's all kinds of little things you got to get for the music business side of music, you know? Yeah. So um, you guys are playing at the Aztec Brew. There's 630, full band. Um, so you haven't found an opener opener yet? Not yet. So, like, we've had, like, a couple of options, and my friend tried hitting them up and they said they weren't available. Mm. So we're still kind of like looking around. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find somebody, man. Shouldn't be too hard. Especially somebody like up in North County who's already there. It'd probably be a lot easier for him. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find somebody, dude. There's so many people, you know? Oh yeah. You you just want like an acoustic act or do you want a band band? In the past we've had, well, it was kind of reverse. Like we, it was like us. And then it's also this like funk band called Contra, Contra Functus nine. And, we would open up for them, like we would share like like an hour and a half slot each. Nice. But then for our recent show that we did, we had a, a folk singer come uh-huh. and open up for us. His name is um Evan, aka the long haired Greek. <laughs> <laughs> he's got long hair and he's Greek, so it's he's not lying about his name. Mm. But he was a cool one to have. Like it's just a, a really cool change of pace and everything. And I like like kind of the vibe that he gave. Nice man. You know, and his songs are like very cool too. He played like Bob Dylan. You know, all those like classic folk songs. Nice. So, but Bob yeah. Dylan's always a good choice. Oh yeah. I don't sure. really know. I'll, all I know is, um, I think the only one I know that he wrote was the Watchtower. It's mm-hmm. the only one. Or on the piano, there's that uh, Adele song that she covered. What is that one called? When the wind is blowing in your face to make, make you, you feel, feel my love. love. Yeah, that's the only. Otherwise, like, I don't, nobody really requests. People don't really request Bob Dylan ever. Oh, not for you guys. Like no, when you no when I play, no. N- hmm. Not usually. If they do, I'll play Watchtower because cause that's his song and he just got it covered by Jimi Hendrix. So oh. that's usually what I stick with. Otherwise, I, I feel like a lot of people, they uh, they request like the hitters, like, you know, Sweet Home Alabama, Sweet Child of Mine, like just all the hitters of all time. That's pe- what people usually like to stick with. So I got all the hitters lined up, ready to go. So, okay. yeah. Do you find yourself like playing 
like when you go out to do all these shows, like you play like in bars and like mm-hmm. in hotel, like I see your Instagram stories and like you play in like very fancy places <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Like what are the songs that, cause you do like top 40 covers and everything too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you usually find yourself playing some of those top 40 or is it more of those like old classic hits? Ah, it's both, man. Well, I, I look at it as like top 40 of all time. So that could be top 40 in the 1960s. You know, that was top 40. Okay. So it's like top 40 of all time, like every hit, pretty much every hit song ever since there's been music, except for like, you know, below the 60s, probably. I don't, I don't really know. I know like an Elva song. Right. So that's a it, but I don't know any of that old, old stuff, but it's pretty much just top 40s, man. Like everything, the Stones, Beatles, who else? Skinner. Man, I can go on and on. There's so many. So usually if you stick with the those top 40s, like of all genres, people are pretty happy. So, okay. I have a whole list. Like I can run over, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Otis Redding. There's oh, so okay. many, there's so many, dude. There's so many songs. And I think I got like six hours of covers in my head. So that's pretty five good. To, five to six hours. Yeah. Yeah. And you play for like three hours at a time, yeah. right? For your gigs. I don't, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I wonder like how, like, cause you, I know you have like breaks and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you pull up your laptop or your iPad and you do like a little DJ thing for like a break. Yes. Understandably. How yeah. do you kind of like, in terms of vocal endurance, like how do you kind of like manage that with that time that you have? So basically, I don't know, man, it's, you definitely need to take breaks. Um, I usually go for about an hour, 45 to an hour and I'll take a 15 minute break. So every Usually for a three-hour show, I'll just do like two 15 minutes, four hours, three 15 minutes. Okay. So that's usually what I do for breaks. You got to rest your voice. And then I drink tons of water, lots of water. And then obviously I like what really helps is warming up my vocals before a show. I don't know if you do that, but like when you warm it up, everything loosens up. Yeah. And it also helps with endurance. So there's like a couple of YouTube clips that I listen to and um, help me warm up. So. Okay. Yeah, two 10 minutes, like a 20-minute warm-up total. So that's usually how I prepare myself for the three-hour, four hours. And then a couple shots of alcohol, you know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) A couple of whiskeys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It helps you loosen up. That's just me, man. I got to, you know, every so often I got to at least have a couple, you know. It helps with, like, nerves, too. Yeah, yeah, because you get so nervous, and uh, it's just, I don't do it all the time. I'm not like, I have to have a drink. You know what I mean? Well, I played at Navajo Live. I didn't even drink anything. You know, it just depends. It just depends on how you feel. Like, for when I play my originals and, like, people I know come out, it's less stressful Yeah. than, like, a bunch of strangers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy, like, in front of people you don't know. And then, like, are they judging me? So, it's just, yeah. it's a trip, man. And, and then, you know, it's just tough. And then people don't care at the same time, you know, playing those shows. But... It's money, man. I don't. You got to think of that. Like, hey, at the end of the day, it's a paycheck. So, yeah, you just and, and you get to do what you love. I mean, it's not like your own songs, but at least it's some kind of music, and you're getting compensated. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a cool thing. Makes up for everything, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I hear that's you. Not so great. That's cool though. So it must yeah. have been like very refreshing. I yeah. think like because you did a you, did, you were opening for Josie Day mm-hmm. and like. I think your set was like, for the most part, Dude, a lot was, of originals, it right? It was so refreshing. That was like, that was one of the best shows I've ever played. Just because I was, well, first of all, I did, me and her did like the come together. I saw that. <laughs> and I was just like, I've never, I've never played a show where I didn't have to play guitar. Oh, so it was really? just like solo 
just me and the mic. So I was just grooving, man. And it was, it's so, it's such a crazy, like awesome feeling when you don't have to play guitar because you could focus on your, your moves and your, you know, your singing and all that. You focus on it a lot more. Yeah. It's a trip, man. Going from like playing guitar because you got to think that's so much multitasking because you got to like your right hand strumming, your left hand's doing chords and then you got to sing and think of whatever lyrics. So you're doing like three things that's at once. That's a lot of work, yeah. And then you got to like try to move around a little bit, you know? It's, you know like what I mean? Try jig. to like, yeah. Instead of like just sitting there, like, Ugh. so, dude. When it's when it's all those things combined, it's really hard to kind of focus on singing, focus on like the crowd and like working the crowd and moving around, and yeah. having a good time. It's so it's such a trip, dude. Like going from that to to just solo singing, and and I just had so much fun. And I'm like, man, I gotta st- start doing that more often. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool one day to have like a a band and um, you know do like just singing would be cool but right now it's just acoustic stuff and so i can't afford like i need to get a whole sound system and i just have the bose l1 so it's just something small compact that i use right now but eventually i want to get like those qscs you seen those like yeah. the 12.2 qscs because mm-hmm. people have been hit hit me up for weddings and stuff like that and bigger gigs so i have to step my game up man you gotta like amp up your sound gotta basically step up, step up my game yeah so there's that's what I love about this city, man. It's, there's just so much music here. I talked about this with the other people on the podcast. Like, this city is amazing for music. Like, if anybody wanted to go anywhere for music and make it, like with covers specifically, like you could come to San Diego, man, and be good to go. There's mm-hmm. so many places, and, they, and there's always new places popping up too. Like, yeah, you know, the more you play, you you kind of get your name out there, and then. Uh, people hear about you then they're like oh well i need somebody for this event and then the then you know what happens to me a lot like somebody can't do it and then they'll hit me up hey can you do this and it's just like just goes around in a circle man it's so cool Mm -hmm. a lot of people hit me up yeah so that's cool so you guys got the show the february 2nd do you have anything else before that or after uh just the only one yeah because like I mean, like everyone's like doing like their own thing and like yeah. work and everything. It's been yeah. hard to like kind of like meet up and stuff, especially all five of us, man. Uh, like it's, but you know, when we kind of like go and play, you know, it's always like a good time you tough, know, coming man. together and like Music catching up with each other. But I mean, you know, like every time that we do, like we always like try to come up with like something like to make the time productive. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely, man. Because it's like, it's not that easy for all of us to get together. So I try to find ways to make practice more efficient. It's like, okay, yeah. let's do this. Let's do this part of the song. Let's focus on, focus on the harmonies for this part of the song and you know, things like mm-hmm. that just to make sure we don't waste time trying to learn a song when we can be already be doing that exactly. in our own house. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. 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 Yep. You got a, a time management, man. I know how it goes, especially with people having their own thing going on and, you know, for you guys, you don't do it all the time for a living. So it's very, very tough, dude. It's one of the toughest industries, man. Yeah. It's crazy. There's a lot of like stuff out there, especially with so, how like. So much bullshit. Am I close to the mic? Am you I good. Clo- you good. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, especially with how like tech, how much technology has advanced and everything. Mm. You know, there's a, like a lot of music out, out there and not just that. It's just that like the ease of like accessing all those like music, like we have Spotify, we have all these like streaming platforms know, and everything. Crazy. So you gotta like sift through, I guess you can say like all of those music. Some of them might be crappy, some of them might not be, you know, uh-huh. just to find those like little gems and everything too. So in one way it's good, in one way I think it's kind of like yeah, man. difficult. I know, dude. 
I mean, like, it's just like with the, with the older style of music, like back in the day when they were doing music, they had only had record labels. That's the only way they, they got their stuff out on radio. Mm -hmm. And it's just so different now. Like, just like you said, you just click on Spotify and it's boom, it's right on your phone. Yep. They didn't have phones back then. They had they had to listen to the radio or buy records. Or records, exactly. Go it's to the crazy, record store. Dude. Yeah. And, yep. and then you had to buy a record player and a record records and play it, you know. Now it's just like, it just shut up on me. Anyway, now it's just like, it's crazy, man. You know, it's amazing how technology has changed and music has changed. And it's so much harder now, I think. Well, because there's more people doing it, first of all. I mean, it was harder back then. It's even harder now because there's more people. Like back then it was like you had to have a record label to get anywhere and and the record label screws you over. It's just like, you know? yeah, it's, I guess, like you said, it's a very tough industry to kind of, it is tough, man. But I, manage. I feel like if you do the covers though, like if you play covers, at least you're like halfway winning, you know, some, some sort. And, uh, at least, you know, you're getting paid to play music. It's better than not playing at all and not getting paid for it. So yeah, in my eyes, you know. Some people don't like it, you know, some people are like, I hate covers, but once you can get over that and, you know, really make it a career and you can make serious money. Yeah. Especially I mean, like, like, we like weddings and stuff like that. You, you make some serious money. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's plenty of tribute bands out there, you know, like there's some like bands that only play like Beatles songs yeah. that only play Beach Boys songs. Like there's Huge like, market. there's a bunch of them out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, Nirvana co cover band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had my long hair. I looked like Cobain. I could have done that. Yeah, he used, I remember oh, he used to funny. have like long hair and everything. And did you you recently got a haircut too, right? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it was well from the long hair. It's been a while since I've had long hair. No, I mean like um like just like recently, like you know, like as I know you've had like short hair for a while uh -huh. now, right? But yeah. like, did you kind of like get it like sort of trimmed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I I just got it cut yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, I usually like two to three weeks, and it's because it grows so fast. But I don't miss long hair, man. I do not miss long hair. You're crazy for having it, but it, you got the rocker look, so it's all good. But yeah, Thanks, dude, man. I just, it was just so hard to, just so hard to manage, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I can't do it anymore. I, I did that whole phase, and I'm like, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't, you can only do it. For, and then, like, I don't know. I, I did this show in Tucson one time, and I felt like they, they like, were judging me because of my look, and, like, I had the long hair. I looked like a hippie. You know what I mean? Oh. It's weird. It was like a country bar. It was, and, and then after that, I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna try this classy look. You know what I mean? And that's what I am now. I'm just like wearing the, the suits and shit, and and then it's been working for me. Yeah, <laughs> I super get more, classy. Get man. more gigs, man. I mean, I'm telling you, it's weird. San Diego's like that. It's very superficial, I guess. I don't know. Very uh, materialistic city, kind of. Uh huh. And if they see you wearing like a suit, they're like, oh, you know what I mean. Like a status sort of symbol. A status, really. yeah. It's like, who looks the best? It's so weird. But that's the way it is. It's the market, man. If you look good, they're going to hire you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's <sighs> it's just weird, dude. It's a weird, weird industry, man. Even the cover industry, you know? It's just like, oh, I don't know. It's a trip. But yeah. hey, I'm learning the curves, you know? One step at a time. That's good. Yeah, I'm trying, man. So, hell yeah. I think like also too, like... Cause 
especially with like how social media is right now mm. and how people can just like easily scroll through like a bunch <laughs> of like different things, you know, I think the look definitely does help yeah. if you're looking like somewhat spiffy. Uh-huh. I don't know if people say spiffy anymore, but like <laughs> fanciful. You do. You know, just like, I do apparently <laughs> probably one out of like I every. Stay, I say spiffy every once in a while as well, you, you know? Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, it's all about image, man. And um, I don't know. I, I try to be like, I think I've always wanted to look like this. You know what I mean? I didn't always want that hippie 70s rocker look. At first, you know, when I was doing music, I wanted that. But ultimately, I think this is my look, like just looking like Frank Sinatra or something like that. You know what I mean? Looking sharp. Yeah. That's kind of like the image I like. Or like Johnny Cash dressed nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He dressed a class, did his hair all nice. So I don't know. I think that's, you find your uh, your niche, you know. Everybody finds their niche eventually. Some Some things don't work and then you just, you know swimming through the sea of music and you figure it out eventually what what you want to do with it you know yep. learning the ropes as you go basically exactly, and then improving man. over time and the business at the same time that's just like learning yourself learning the business it's crazy man there's so much to learn and and it's just like never ending there's yeah. just so much yeah it's crazy dude it, it's crazy because like when I first started, like I started out just like doing like solo stuff. Yeah. And I used to be like very influenced by it. It's funny. Like, um, Mumford and Sons, I guess uh-huh. was like the, the band that opened the gate for me of like a wide variety of music. Cause I, I heard their song, little lion man on the radio. Mm, that's a good one. And it's like, shoot, like, is that a banjo? Like, yeah. and there's like harmonies and everything. It's like, what the heck is this music? <laughs> and so like, I decided to, and like the way that he strummed his guitar too, mm-hmm. I wanted to strum like that. Yeah. And like, it's cool because like the whole palm muting thing, I mean, I can't demonstrate it right now, but like, it's very fun to do. It's different. Cause I would like play it like with some of my friends when I was like living in Vista and Oceanside. And some of them would tell me like, like, dude, like I never seen that kind of like strumming before, you know, like it just, and inspired me to kind of like go ahead and, you know, see what else is out there and try to expand. Because I think also too, like the more that, you know, in terms of like genres, you'll be able to like get more gigs if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. The more, you know, the more you learn, the more you earn. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's truth, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta know all different genres. So is that one of your favorite bands then, or do you have like a favorite band Uh, besides them or let's see, dude, right now, right now I'm in, I'm into the stones right now. And, uh, what is it? Third Eye Blind. I love Third Eye Blind. I, I mean, I've always listened to them, but like Stones, Third Eye Blind, Nirvana, like those are like my top three right now. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Like for me, it's like, let's see. Yeah, Mumford & Sons is definitely like a big influence yeah. like in terms of like, you know, the music. Because I used to play a lot of like folk music, mm-hmm. like not just like Bob Dylan or like, you know, Crosby, Stills & Nash, but also like, yeah, Mumford & Sons, The Head and the Heart, Gabrielle Applin, mm-hmm. all those kinds of people. Because like, from those kind of music, I learned how to like pick up harmonies better. I can hear them. I'll be able to envision them in my head and be able to produce it with my voice. Right. And I, that's very fun. Do it in your own way. Exactly. That's a beautiful thing about playing covers too. People don't really realize like just take it and do it in your own way, man. Makes it your own. Yeah. That's why they call it a cover. So it's exactly. kind of cool. That's awesome, man. So, so have you been a musician your whole life or did you just get into it later on? I... Dude, I, I didn't like being in front of people. Uh-huh. Like um, nobody really does it. Or first. even like karaoke. <laughs> Every time my family like pulls out the karaoke machine, or if I'm like at a party or something, yeah, I just like sneak out of the room because like, I don't want to. They're gonna make you. They're gonna ask me to sing. It's like no. 
I don't want to do that. Hey, can you get up? Come on, man. It's like, no. Everybody's <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you it, you eventually got over that. Yeah. I didn't yeah, start playing. Fears. Yeah. I didn't start playing guitar until the age of 16. Oh, okay. And so, like, you know, I started off, like, I started off listening to bands like Green Day, Blink-182, oh, yeah. you know, that pop punk scene yeah, and yeah. everything. The good, and um, the good some very emotional stuff. There's like so much sadness, like secondhand serenade. Uh, yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah, it man. It made me feel very sad inside. The but... red jumpsuit apparatus. Yeah, exactly. That's another one, man. Mm -hmm. that, that punk, like emo stuff, mm -hmm. I guess, right? Yeah. Something like that. Something but yeah, like... dude, they, there's a lot of songs. You know, there's a lot of good, there's so much good music out there. So it's just crazy to me, like people that get a hit song, you know, and then they just, a couple of hits or whatever. And then they just go off the map. It's so weird. Like, yeah. Dude, if I ever got like that big with a hit, I would, I would take that and run. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with them or what happened, but man, I would use that to my advantage somehow. You know, some exactly. people just, I don't know, they plateau and then they peak and plateau and then they just go down and some people can't handle the business side of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like, like I said before, the record labels screw you over somehow, you know? Mm -hmm. basically what I, from some stories that I've heard, if you don't like, if you don't like have enough sales, they'll just kick you off the record, oh the, the label, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, Oh, you didn't have enough sales or whatever. You can get on this big label and then you didn't sell enough records. And they're like, see ya, you know, you're not making us money. So that's, that's how it is, man. man. It's vicious. Dude. It's a vicious, vicious business. Jeez. And I was watching Joe Rogan podcast and, uh, Billy Corgan was on there. Okay. Uh, yeah, from the pumpkins, right? Smashing pumpkins. He he's like really knowledgeable in it because obviously he's been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the business side of it and how kind of dark it is and stuff. So yeah, you got to check that out one day. It's really cool hearing people talk about it. It's amazing, man. You know, because I haven't been in it that long, really. Well, I've been playing for a long time, but the business side of it, I just I've been doing it for about three years, probably. Mm -hmm. Like just the covers and. You know, making deals and shit. Yeah. Your family's Landing musical, gigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom, my dad passed away when I was a kid, and but they were both very musical. And uh, yeah, growing up, guitars everywhere, piano, so drums, everything. I started playing. I can't remember when. I picked up the guitar when I was a kid, so. But I really didn't start getting into it. And like songwriting, I started doing probably my, my uh, junior year in high school, so I was like 15. Oh, nice. That's when I started doing like really getting into writing and constructing songs. And that's like when it all started for writing. But like I've been playing instruments for so long. I just didn't start writing until and I'd actually written um, a song for my high school graduation. That was the first song I sang in front of a crowd. That's pretty it was cool. in front of 700 people <laughs> and a song I wrote my 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 choir teachers. I was like, hey, her name is Mrs. Sloniker. I was like, hey, Mrs. Sloniker. Uh, why don't we just, uh, why don't I just write a song for our class? And she was like all about it. She was, uh, all the other people were jealous cause she, she, she like, she, she was like super fond of me cause mm -hmm. she knew like that I wanted to be an artist and stuff like right. that and like write my own songs. So she was like all about it. And then all the, it was like me, I think it was, I think it was just me and a bunch of girls. I think it was one guy. Okay. I can't remember, but like, they're all like, give me the stink guy. <laughs> He gets what he wants, you know what I mean? Uh, and he's like, he, they're like, he showed up the last half of the school year and gets to write his own oh, really? song. Yeah, they're like, but I'm like, hey man, I was like, I was ambitious, you know what I mean? Driven, people, yeah. yeah, people 
latch on to ambition and, and drive. So I think my teacher was like, I'm all for it. And it was crazy, dude. It was like 700 people. That was literally the first time I like sang in front of people. Like I had sang in front of my family and stuff, you know, at home, but I have never, I had never played in front of a crowd like that. And it was just like, that's crazy. From man. then on, you're like, damn, I'm going to do this for good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I knew. I was 16, man. Pretty neat. Yeah, when's the first time you like played in front of a, a like a legit crowd crowd? Uh, Not your family. Let's see. Uh, if you can remember, right? Oh, yeah, I there's, can remember. There's so many, yeah. so many times. The, um, I would say the very first time that I've played for people that I can remember is... um. I'm sorry, I had something in my mouth. <laughs> um, it's a little air bubble. Yeah. It was the Merck Theater in Temecula. Oh. Um, I played there like as part of like a songwriting like circle sort of thing. So people would come up and share their songs. Nice. I didn't have any original songs, so I just got away with some covers. But it was yeah. cool. I got like the crowd to kind of like help me sing like one part of the song, you know, That's and just cool. hearing that back to me. And me, like that crowd was very, very nice and supportive. First yeah. of all, it was just like, right, right. you know, I'm just this kid, you know, just like with my cardigan jacket and everything like that. And my acoustic guitar. Temecula is a cool city, man. Like there's a lot, of, there's actually a pretty good music scene up there as well. There's a lot of places to play. Yeah. I've played a private event there. That's the only time I've ever played there. So yeah. Like how old were you when you did that? Um, when, when you were doing that, I would that, say that, that song right around 20, let's see. I would say maybe like I was around not even like 2012, I think. So, okay. 2013. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good, that's a definitely a good way to start a song right around with other people with you, you know? So that's kind of like how my first time too, like I had people singing with me. So it's, that kind of helps if you're just solo, it's just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So luckily there was people there singing with me and backing me up a little bit. So. Even the people that were giving you like the stink eye before. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it wasn't like that bad. Like they weren't like, they were just kind of like, it was kind of more like, he was, he's only been here a half a year. You know what I mean? Half the school year. Blah, blah, blah. It was like that. It was just funny. Oh, okay. It was just kind of like, well, you guys didn't, you know, throw out the offer. So. Oh, okay. You took the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, then. I took the opportunity because they, they wanted to do like a boring choir song. And I'm like, let's freaking write something, man. And that's what I did. I made everybody cry. It was really cool. <laughs> Literally, like everybody, I was just like, well, and then I didn't get acknowledged, like all the preps after, you know, uh, the preps, preppy guys, the preppy people. Yeah. They're like, don't even acknowledge you and stuff. That's just how high school was. It was super clicky and like everybody's, I don't know. That's uh, true. Uh, I almost, I'll honestly wish like if I could go back, I would learn this business early on and just start playing covers back then. You know what I mean? If I could, I would have, but I ended up just kind of living life. Mm-hmm. I didn't start till later on. Well, 25, I think, is when I started playing covers. Mm-hmm. This guy was telling me, you need to learn covers, man. My brother was doing it. Josh, he lives in Tampa. And I saw him doing it, and I was like, man, I got I to gotta make this a, a real thing. So I finally just started doing it. And I had left. I had left here, and at one point, I didn't know what I was doing. I, you know, I didn't even have a place to to go. I didn't even have a place to call home at one point. I was just kind of rambling around, and... You know, going up and back and forth from Oregon to here. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? Finally, got a place and just started locking it in, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to you gotta focus on a certain level. So, yeah. 
<sighs> Focus on one thing and not a billion things. Oh, yeah. Like, it's best to have, like, like even, like, when you were, like, starting to do, like, you know, playing shows and everything, like, is there, I, th- I don't know if, like, I've done this already, like, or asked this before, like, probably not. when you go out and you play, like, your shows, like, is there any, like, genre or sort of, like, you know, band that you kind of typically go toward or that you like playing? Um, yeah. Um, I like the old school song. So, like, I like playing anything by Johnny Cash. Because everybody loves Johnny Cash. There's not one person I've ever heard of that doesn't like Johnny Cash. I love the Beatles. I pretty much like all the old school stuff. Tom Petty, the Beatles, Johnny Cash. That's pretty much it. Like, those are the ones I like to play. Okay. I like playing them all, but those are like, those are the, like the first thing I pull out of my pocket. You know what I mean? Okay. <clears throat> Anything by Johnny. I think Johnny Cash is probably my favorite. So, I don't know. It's all, all the music is really cool to play in your own way and. Um, everybody likes different styles, so that's why you have more than one weapon. So yeah, but that's what I usually like to play is along those lines. Those those three. Cool. There's just more I can't think of either, but basically like Johnny Cash, the Beatles, like the Stones, like the old school stuff. Right. I would have to say is like my favorite. So yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, dude. It's fun, man. It's it's been a fun journey, and uh, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep grinding and keep doing these podcasts. You know, we've I've had six of them so far, and it's cool to get people on here and talk music, and it's so cool. I'm I'm one day it's gonna be big. Mm -hmm. Just wait. I'm gonna have a studio and everything. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. Eventually, I want to bring people like I want to like give them uh, compensation, like by making them a song or like a video. Whatever, oh, or doing okay. like a photo shoot or something, you know what I mean? Since they drove here, yeah. Because eventually, I want to get like a white and black backdrop. Just put it right over here, yeah. And then I would just do like a little photo shoot or something like that, mm-hmm. just to compensate people. You know what I mean? Because you drove so far, mm-hmm. so yeah. give some somebody some kind of value besides this pos- podcast and uh, you know listeners and stuff like that. Just give them more value when they're you know taking their time to come here yeah making them feel welcome basically exactly yeah um but that's dude i have to get so much money man and i want to do like i want to do it live too like i don't know if you see joe rogan podcast but he's got everything live um so i just have to get some new stuff new gear man it's tough it's tough i think i would have to go out from the focus right into a mixing board and then plug my computer into all that with the camera into the mixing board somehow I don't know, man. It's such a trip to figure it out. And then you got to have somebody running it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's more somebody with an eye on it. Make sure oh, yeah, it doesn't exactly. act up because, mm-hmm. you know, technology's lame. It'll mess up. Yep. <laughs> that would be a, such a bummer and a waste. Yeah, man. If you lose all that footage. Oh, anyway, yeah, it's just like there's always stuff you got to buy, too. I just bought this new interface, Focusrite. It's really good. But, like, the other one I had, like, outdated. And th- this thing updated on its own. And now it's running slow. It's just like, Macintosh, man. I just want to keep make you keep buying. <laughs> I don't know if you have a computer, do you? Do you have a Macintosh computer? Or? Uh, I have a I have a gaming computer, basically oh, Acer. Okay. Yeah, Acer. So okay. It's it's very nice. Like it functions very well. The quality, That's the video good. quality is very amazing. Yeah, I like Mac, but the, man, they're just getting so expensive. They keep coming out with new stuff. It's just like buy this, buy this, buy this. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't afford you guys anymore, man. Yep. I want to buy a new guitar and not a Mac. <laughs> I, ha- I literally have an iMac and I have a, a Mac Pro or a Mac, uh, I, uh, what is it? Mac Air. And they're both out of storage. It's like, dude, <laughs> I never get to win, man. 
It's a bummer. There's always stuff I gotta buy, you know. It's like, hey, but at least like we got this going right now that we could at least plug in. Yeah. Pod, plug it in and do a podcast. You know what I mean? It's something. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God. So you guys just have the one the one show lined up in February second, mm-hmm. six thirty, the Strangers Band, and then I will put that link in here. So um, who what are the band members' names? And your uh, why don't so, you shout them out? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what they do, like the drummer's name and all that. Oh yeah, for sure. And by the way, if any of them listen to this, they'll probably like saying like, dude, this guy's an idiot. know what he's talking about. It's like, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, just shout them out, man. Your band members. So it's funny. Like the first two members that I met from the band, it was from a, a sort of like a drum and jam circle that, you know, that I, I helped start at San Marcos, Cal uh-huh. San Marcos at the college that I went to during U hour. Uh, we have Colin, who is an amazing guitarist. Cool. Pretty good singer, you know, like, and he knows how to play the keyboard and everything. He's he likes a lot of funk. He plays he likes some folk music too, like Crosby, Stills and Nash. Nice. We have Andrew who knows how to play the mandolin. Ooh, I love the mandolin. It's dude. super cool. Yeah, and um, he is an amazing keyboardist. He plays jazz, mm-hmm. and he is a pretty good singer too. Like nice. all, all of them can sing like very awesomely. Yeah. And um, we have Armand who is, he's our, you know, we have like basically two guitars, basically. He's the okay. one that, that plays guitar. He could play a little bit of bass. He played bass at our last show. And he does the keyboard too. You know, he's like, he's also a music teacher over in Encinitas. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So he teaches like kids or what was he? Oh, Just like generally? Very, yeah, very okay. students. Yeah. That's cool. And um, yeah, he likes. That's always fun, man. Teaching, yeah. teaching people how to play. It's got to be fun. It's, dude, I got to. I'll, I'll get back to that later. I got to finish introducing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's super fun. But anyway, yeah, I'll get back to that no, teaching yeah. thing later. Don't, don't let it go away, okay? Yeah. Keep it uh, in your head. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best. It's like, keep it going. I know there's so much to talk about, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It can go on and on. So, yeah, Armand, like, he likes he likes Coldplay a lot. Oh, that's oh, I love Coldplay. And so, man. they're very awesome. That's band. another band I've been into lately, too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a good band. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Their live shows are super awesome oh, too. Oh, I saw Headful of Dreams in San Diego. Did you go to that? No, our, my friend Armand did. I think so, so. Amazing. He went to one of them. It's incredible. Like the lights that they had. Like they gave everybody wristbands that lit up. It was just like, dude, yeah. these guys got it going on. Like mm-hmm. it was so awesome, and everybody was singing along. It was just like they have the most hits I've ever heard of. Like they have so many good hits. You know. Pretty good, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, go okay. ahead. <laughs> Derailing already. I know, dude. All right, and then um, our newest member—he's a good friend of mine. Um, his name's Manny. Okay. He can play the drums, and he can also sing at the same time too. Cool. So, and he's like a super awesome guy, and um, he all of them like know how to like harmonize pretty well and everything. Like Manny likes like some of the old stuff too. He likes the Beatles. Yeah. He likes um. From one of the like stuff that he was playing in his car when we were like driving, like like Audio Slave, it was the project that Chris Cornell was a part of, you know, aside from Soundgarden. Uh-huh. Like with Tom Morello too. Nice. Yeah. I love Very Tom super Morello. Cool. That dude can shred. Very clever with oh his guitar. My gosh. Yeah. The the Bulls on Parade. <laughs> yep. Does, like, that the... little like turntable <laughs> yeah, thing. It's like, how the heck is he doing that? That was such a cool band. I'm like, why did they 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 were going for going at it for a little while and then they just stopped. It was like, I wish they would have kept going, man. Because yeah. I want to. I would be cool to see them live, like the original band members. 
Like I think they did something with um the guy from uh Insane in the Membrane. Uh Cypress Hill, the singer Cyp- from yeah. Cy- Remember they did they like combined and the Cypress Hill guy was singing and then for them, so I don't know. Hmm. I just wish they would have kept it going and and uh kept playing their shows, man. There's a th- lot of bands that Yeah. I- it's just it's crazy to me like how they just stop. I don't know. Maybe they don't get along. I, I don't know really what the deal is, but to could me, be something if, if you got a hit song, man, if you got like this big following, like why would you ever give that up? You know, maybe just people just get tired of it. I don't know. Maybe they don't want it as much as I want it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how people could just, eh, you know, just let it go. Yeah, I hear you. That's what I love about the Rolling Stones, man. They're still doing it. They're still like, doing it? Oh, God. They're like in their 70s, man. Still killing it. <laughs> Dude, Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters are still doing yeah, it too. Like them too, yeah. Rocking out. They're gonna be like, like the Stones one day, dude. They're gonna be like in their seventies doing it mm-hmm. as long as they stay alive. Which to me, they have so much damn money that they can stay alive. You know what I mean? They got the medicine now. <laughs> I'm saying, dude, like they got there's technology and medicine like that probably prolongs their life. Like with the, like if you get like the top of the line vitamins or top of the line doctors, you can live for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got people taking care of them because saying. they got the money for it. Exactly. If you got the money, man, health is wealth, you know? Yep. To me, like, you got that kind of money, that kind of royalty. Yeah. Imagine how much money those people are making, like, especially like the Rolling Stones. Dude, just from like live shows Dude, and even crazy. playing their songs on Spotify, too, because exactly. they get like, however little it may be, it's still like but billions of people. Such a broad playing. spectrum of royalties. Like, I mean, get real like it's crazy mm-hmm. plus they got songs on like licensing and tv shows and stuff like i heard a a song i never heard from them the rainbow she's a rainbow stone song they're playing it on the commercial imagine kind of a pay they get from that you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's crazy just and every time it I've, I've been trying to get into the royalty thing like the sync licensing and stuff like that because you can make some really good money if you if you have a good song and then you like send it to a library and they basically use it for TV shows, commercials, whatever. There's a lot of money in that dude. Hmm. Like that, that's the next step I'm trying to get into. Cause that is another way to help build your fan base. Like getting into that somehow, if you land a song on TV show, commercial, whatever, it gets played every time. And then each time it plays, you get a royalty. So it's just some, some other curve you have to learn, you know? Yeah. That's the next step, man. That's just tough. There's so many, so much in the music industry you got to figure out, and uh, that's another thing I got to figure out. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Sure, you can. I mean, like, yeah, I think like your songs would like fit, and yeah, you know, hopefully that's what I'm working shows. on, man. It's it's just hard. It's so hard because you have to like get lucky with it, you know, pretty much. Keep submitting songs and keep throwing it out there for people. I don't know, man. That that'd be that that's like the next big goal for me. Like, you know, I'm playing music full time. The next big goal is to take it to the next level, and and have it land on some kind of a movie or something. Right. Yeah. And then from there, it just up and up, you know. And then ultimately, I want to be playing my originals and getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing covers and getting paid, bring up that level with the originals. That's the next step. So, goals, man. Yeah. You got to read that book too, Six Figure Musician. It's a good book to learn, um, to read. Teaches you about business. It's okay. Really, yeah, check it out sometime. David Hooper, I think, is the. Uh, yeah, I'll let you look at it after. It's a good book, man. And then I got like a poem book underneath it. I just, I actually haven't. I need to read more, man. I don't read enough. 
You know what I mean? Uh huh. It's good for your brain and it keeps it makes you helps with your writing and stuff. So it does helps you better uh, choice with words. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that too. There's so much stuff I got to work on. Yeah. Right now I'm just trying to make it, trying to pay the bills, and it's just like everything is. I'm so distracted from from the real product and the real music, mm-hmm. and so it's just like you get carried away with pay, like real life stuff. You know, it sucks, man. But yeah. bills got to be paid. You know that. You yeah. Know how it goes. It's just mm-hmm. like ah. Before you know it, it's like the first of the month. I already rent. Ah. Oh. Yep. Exactly. Comes. <laughs> I can't quicker. buy my new guitar. No. Exactly. <laughs> no, the Taylor. I know, dude. And I got one here. We'll jam a little later, but. Cool. Yeah, I got that. That was twelve hundred dollars, man. And you know, it's not. This stuff isn't cheap. I just got this Roland here for six hundred, man. Uh huh. This is a damn good piano, too, man. Rolands are the best. I think they sound the best. They have the best sound. Mm-hmm. So I got a good deal on it. I got these headphones. The lady sold it for a really good deal. I got the Roland amp down there. These headphones. I got the mic. Uh, I got this guitar stand. I mean, what do you call it? Oh, the music stand. Yeah. And then the bench for six hundred. So it was a good deal. And the the uh, piano stand too. So it was a really good deal. You can find some good deals. Facebook Marketplace, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Find some killer deals. So anyway, cool. I'm getting carried away on that. Sorry. What was I gonna ask you? I was teaching. Ask. Was it about a teaching thing or something else? I don't remember. What was the story you were going to tell me? Remember you were talking about you? See, you forgot too. Because <laughs> uh, we were going on about... Know, um, dude, we're going off on tangents, yeah. man. It was teaching and then I got into introducing my band members. Uh, yeah. And it said, hold on to the teaching thing. Yeah. So one of the things like, you know, that str- I struggle with is kind of like, you know, if you do it like continuously... It can, there's like burnout basically. Uh-huh. And I think like one of the things that helped me out is not just like, you know, doing other things like maybe like hiking, maybe like seeing like a movie or like reading something. Part of the thing that really helped me out and like reamped my inspiration was just from like teaching people. Yeah. Like I don't teach like, you know, as a job or anything like that, you know, like in my church team, I am currently teaching or like mentoring like three, three mm-hmm. people. I have a person that she started out as just an acoustic guitar player and now she knows how to do like the electric guitar, oh, which nice. is like super, super cool. Like the pedals and everything. That's man, gotta be like, fulfilling. That's gotta be so fulfilling, man. Like teaching somebody and then they just blossom out of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. That's gotta be a good feeling. And I've like, never done that. I've never taught anybody like legit yet. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool to get into. Yeah. That's another time in another place, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. And they also say like, you know, if you want something to really stick, because like, as I was teaching her, and like, you know, this other guy too, like on the team, on another team, you know, if you want something to stick and like really like taking, you know, take into consideration what you've learned, mm-hmm. if you wanted to like, kind of like be like melded into your mind, I guess you could say like teach someone, you know, because in order to teach someone effectively, you have to know it solidly yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Very awesome. What church, what church do you go to? I called? go to, it's a small church that opened up kind of like. That like reopened like last year, I uh-huh. think. We had her like kind of like, let's see, 2017. Yeah. So um, it's City Reach Church of Marietta. Okay. So yeah. Marietta. It's about. It's a little bit, little bit south, right? Far from here, yes. A like, little, like, little bit south from Menifee. 40. Yeah, kind of right. like there. Like it's like. So you're just basically up in East LA. Like that's that whole area, right? I have to look them on that, man. I can't think of it. It's like, it's just north of Temecula, just up there, like Riverside, right? Around that area, yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So it's just like around that area. Gotcha. It's such a big area up there, man. 
Mm-hmm. So huge. LA is huge. Yeah. I've, I've, I've like wanted to go up there and kind of get my, uh, my hands dirty up there, you know, my feet wet in LA. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to like, it's hard to go up in that traffic and all the commotion, man. It drives me nuts. Have you ever played in a show there? Um, I did the promenade for a while. Yeah. You know, the third street promenade in Santa Monica. Okay. Yeah. I was doing that for a while and then it just, I wasn't making the money that I wanted. It's hard to make money, man. Hmm. So, um, first of all, like, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's like the look, like if you look the part, they'll tip you more. So like back when I was playing, you know, I wasn't dressed that well. I was kind of like a hippie looking guy. So I think that like made my tips go down a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's trippy. It's Santa Monica. Everybody's like, hey. so I did the third street promenade for a while. That was fun. It was a good time. Um, at one point I had like a show booked at the herringbone up there. There's, they have a herringbone here in uh, La Jolla. Right. There's one up in, I think it's Santa Monica in that area. And uh, I had a show booked there at one point and then they canceled and which oh, was probably man. a good thing because I didn't know very many covers back then. So, okay. <laughs> so All right. it was a good thing, man. I probably would have got eaten alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Playing at the herringbone up in, uh, LA, man. LA and then yeah oh yeah it would it probably would have tore me apart so I'm glad it didn't work out the way that I'm glad it got canceled in that way so and now I'm like more experienced now and I have my things together and I got my look and my you know my songs and so it's just a lot better now man I remember when I first started it was just bad it wasn't good at all <laughs> that's how it is you know you got to start somewhere mm-hmm. so you know you know, it's just experience, man. Experiences shape you into who you are today, and it will continue to shape you yeah. in the future. Don't regret things that made you strong. Exactly, man. That's crazy. It's a, it's a, um, definitely a journey. You know. Yeah. It's been fun though, man. It's been busy. I've been, I've played so many shows this year. You've been, you've been seeing, you know, all mm-hmm. the stuff online, and like this year's gonna be crazy. I already know it. Got some like shows lined up oh, already. Dude, it's your like right. like January's filling up, and then February like it's it usually starts to fill up a month ahead of time. But I just know like I got a show booked in my hometown. That's right. You're going back there yeah, for like a dude. house show, right? Yeah, and all your family's house, there, right? Mm-hmm. Or most of that's them. gonna be fun. And um, I'm so excited to go back. And I'm praying to God it doesn't rain because <laughs> it's an outdoor. It's like she's got a stage in her backyard, which is really cool. Okay. And um, hopefully by then I'll have a decent sound system too. But if not, you just could probably use yeah, it'll work. I kind of want to get it just one speaker and then plug that and for the for the monitor. I could use that. I don't know. That's just down the road. It's so many. Like I said, there's so many things you got to get. But yeah, that that show's coming up, and um, that'll be here before you know it. March thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Man, I'm excited. And then I'm gonna come back and grind, 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 grind. Yeah, so not just with music, shows. but also yeah. like with um keeping up with physical, right? Yes, like, yeah, you know, fitness and everything. I just canceled my membership at twenty four hours fitness, and uh, I'm gonna get crunch because I have to drive from here. I'm probably gonna be here for a while in this house, uh-huh. just because I got a good setup. I mean, look at this, dude. It's nice. Can't beat it, dude. Yeah, can't beat it. Very so wide open space. I have a really, really good deal going on, and and I really don't want to let it go. So I'm probably gonna be here for a while. Okay. And figure my shit out and you know what I mean? Focus on my craft and you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 um, get caught up on everything that I'm, you know, I've, I was behind for so long. And so now it's like catching up time and 
also honing my craft and practicing and getting better. And so this is, I'm finally in a good spot, man. I just, I just got to keep, keep grinding, keep going, you know, mm-hmm. it takes time, you know, you gotta, it takes time yeah. and hard work. Yeah. Just That's enjoy it while you're still here, you know, yeah, like exactly. taking advantage of the And spot. I'm, dude, it's so cool. Cause I'm so close to, I'm 10 minutes from downtown. Man. That's what I was going to say. It's not even 10 minutes. It's less than 10 minutes. Legit. It's like nine minutes. <laughs> Dang man, nine. Okay, <laughs> approximately eight. Eight minutes. Right. Eight to nine minutes, roughly. Okay. No, it's so close, man. So, and what's really cool is, uh, I'm anytime. What's really cool is because this is South. I'm in South. This is South Bay. So, like, anywhere you go, like most of my shows are at night. Right. So if I'm going north anywhere, there's no traffic, which is really cool. Dude, that's got to be it's super awesome, convenient, dude. man. Yeah, because if I lived north anywhere, like if I had to show downtown, I had to come south, I would hit traffic. So anywhere I go, except for like North County probably, I don't hit traffic, dude. It's so cool. Dang. Yeah, man. And that Carlsbad gig that I've been playing, the Aviara, I think that's a, Aviara. I always forget how to say it. Carlsbad, Park Hyatt, Aviara. That's like an 8 o'clock show, so mm-hmm. I don't I have to leave till 6.30. It takes 40 minutes to get there. So there's no traffic at that time. So it's really cool, man. Not bad. Yeah, dude. dude. How are, how man, good are we, we on time? We've been we've been going for a little while. We got a few more minutes left. Okay. So you play just guitar, right? Or do you play other yeah. instruments? <laughs> I'm like the least. What do you like? What do you like to play besides the guitar? The guitar. Uh, I am trying to figure out the ma- the the banjo, the banjo, the banjo, yeah, and dude. the mandolin. I got to show you this, uh, Grandpa Jones video after this it's so funny it's this old school dude he's got mm. like a beard and a cool hat on and he's just like stomping with his banjo i'll uh-huh. show you after it's hilarious okay. <laughs> and you, you know fat did you meet fast heart mark in person no you just like, um, online. I just like dude that dude's good man. found out about it on the podcast oh, okay cool had him on the show yeah man that's that's he's a talented dude yeah i like I, his style of playing too he's yeah got like a claw hammer style of mm-hmm. playing banjo and he plays like he plays, he's basically transposes everything to the banjo and plays all the covers on the banjo. It's just really cool. He's got his own thing going on, you know? And he was saying people gravitate more towards the banjo than any other instrument he's played. So that's kind of cool. It definitely grabs your attention. Yeah, it does. I mean, you see a banjo, you just want to like, all right, start grooving, you know? Yep. It's just there's something about the banjo. It's just so inviting. Yeah. It's a it's, cool instrument, man. Yeah. It's like, it, it's the kind of thing that you would hear, like, in a TV show when there's like a frantic chase scene. Yeah. Like a fucking horse or something. Like get back here. Like that. Exactly. Yep. But it's, it's, I like doing that. Like I say personally, like I especially, cause all of them in terms of like musical instruments, they're much more knowledgeable than I am. Yeah, man. And the only thing that I have going for me, like I, like from the past like minutes, no, not minutes, like years of like, you know, <laughs> they feel like minutes, right? They feel like minutes, but like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, listening really. to, um, I've wanted to like craft my voice and like make it better, you know, making the most of like what I can do, like not just like in the middle register, but the lower and also the higher register too. Mm-hmm. You know, I like doing that sort of like falsetto stuff, the vibrato. Cause I listen to Jeff Buckley, Matt Corby. Nice. And those two are like are definitely a big influence when it comes to my voice. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you got a great voice, man. Oh, I like thanks. your vibrato. It's really yeah. cool. So like, I love doing that kind of stuff. Like, and it's mm-hmm. it's good because. And did you take lessons or anything when you? No, man. Sing? I'm I'm 
I did like choir. I did stuff like that, but I never really took like legit lessons. I think I want to now, like just to kind of, just to kind of make it more um, structured, my vocals and I don't know. I feel like I need to use my, um, because you have a head voice and you got a, a, a chest voice or whatever you call it. Yeah. A diaphragm voice. So there's like, I do think I need to learn the different, the, I need to learn how to use it better, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the lessons definitely help. Yeah. Yep. yeah like even just for like three months or something, mm-hmm. just to get the exercises down. Exactly. Like I do my warm ups like before my shows and stuff, but I really want to make it top notch and learn, learn uh, more about, um, you know, structure. Oh, yeah. And using your voice and, and the power you have. But basically, you know, generating that power and energy from your stomach. Your diaphragm, rather, I, you know, singing more freely, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you and I um, want to get better with my vibrato. Like I don't use a lot of vibrato. I want to. I really want to kind of raise the level on that. You know, I don't. I never really use vibrato, so I need to start doing that more. That sounds cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. In moderation, of course. Yeah. You don't use it for every single word. No, exactly. Like every. I know a girl that sings like vibrato all the time. It's just kind of cool. She sounds like June Carter. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Nice. Reminds me of June Carter. Yeah, man. There's so many talented people down here. It's so cool. Even in like LA, there's a handful of people, you know. Vista and Oceanside too. Dude, there's so much. There's so many people doing it. It's, it's cool to, you know, bring you in. People I know, bring them in and talk to them about music, man. It's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, my dude, we're going to wrap this up. We're getting close to the end here. So let's let's go over your band again. So the, this is Carl from it's K A R R, right? L yes. L K A. It's a cool way to spell it. Just go by that, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> Carl, just spell it out like that. Yeah. That'd be cool, man. Just go just go by that. And then the Strangers Band. Um, right now they don't have a website, which is fine because nobody really cares about websites anyway. So Facebook dot com slash the strangers band right the strangers jam band the strangers jam band and i will put the links in here and i'll put your instagram and all that stuff sweet as well <laughs> and it was really really good talking to you man it's cool to pick your brain and uh thank you guys for listening to the jc honeyman podcast episode six and my friend carl here from the strangers band check him out and uh follow his social medias and we'll see you guys on the next podcast have an awesome day and we will see you next time Later.